And hello. It's September the 18th, 2016. I'm Gummo. This is the show we call Transmit. And this is show number 44. Here we go. Here we go. Welcome. It's only been a week since we last aired. Welcome to show number 44. I am Gummo, your host. This is the show called Transmits. And uh, this is, uh, I don't know, what do you say? Life from a Hacker's Perspective or a podcast or a blogcast or just some kind of cast <laughs> coming at you through your headphones, through your speakers. Through something, that's how you're listening. Uh, the majority of our listeners actually listen on Roku, which is kind of cool. Uh, well, welcome. We wanted to welcome you, welcome you to the show. This is the 44th show. Uh, we are just as surprised as you are to actually be here on the 44th show. Something we started uh, well over a year now. Yeah, but uh, here we are. We're on the 44th show. We've tried a few things. Tried a few different formats, tried to, try, you know, been trying a, whole, a lot of, we've been trying a lot of things while all of the while uh, maintaining and upgrading the uh, electronics here in the studio. Uh, and uh, we're just trying, we're just winging it as we go along. And I feel that that's the best way to do it, provided with your feedback. I think that uh, it's something that I, I've grown to enjoy doing over the past year, and the amount of listeners continue to climb each week, and so that it tells me that I'm doing something halfway okay. 
Uh, and uh, wow, so here we are. We're, we uh, are coming to you from the Aon Center in downtown Chicago, Illinois. We are on the 71st floor, so when you look out the window, it looks like uh, there. It looks like there are nothing but ants below a thousand, well over a thousand feet below. It's kind of cool, especially at night. Uh, it's getting darker earlier here in Chicago. Uh, I believe now the sun sets at about ten minutes till seven, and it's been a very short summer. <laughs> Uh, if you've listened to the show in the past, you know that I am no fan of fall or winter. And I become more, uh, I, I, I'm a much more happier person in the spring and summer. But uh, that's the uh, four, four seasons we have to contend with. And I don't know, you know, I, I always, t- <laughs> always talk about the weather when I start the show. It's been... The weather here in Chicago has been fantastic, uh, and it's it's actually it's this is my third week of not traveling anywhere, and it actually feels rather good to uh, be parked in one spot and uh, hanging here, hanging out here at the studio, uh, taking care of some challenges. You know, we we're doing this all. Uh, we all donate our time and our resources to uh, bring the show to you and so it's always it's always funny trying to you, you know fix something or macgyver something uh when, when you're on a, a limited budget such as we are and so uh, you, you you tend to make things work when they're not supposed to work uh and so <coughs> that's um <laughs> that's some of the things that we uh, contend with here in the studio <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, I don't speak my allergies. Who knows? Uh, we have Crash here uh, in the studio on the board tonight. We have, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six. We have six guests that uh, have arrived here as well for the show. And uh, we'll, we'll, you know, usually, usually, if you decide to come down and be a guest here in the studio, uh, we do the show you hang out you look at me i look at you we all give you everybody googly eyes uh have a few laughs a few chuckles and then we after the show we head down to the old uh rest well it's it's a new restaurant but it's the it's the old restaurant down in the fairmont it's a beer company now but there's a bar across the street i don't personally i don't drink but i, I like the social interaction and hanging out with an orange juice certainly doesn't hurt my uh my feelings at all and so that's it's kind of what i do everybody else will have a beer or mini beers or and or drink or whatever and i'm always that you know i'm that guy that has an orange juice <laughs> or sometimes i'll get crazy and i'll mix it i'll mix some pineapple juice with my orange juice oh man but uh last week we aired the september 11th tribute show uh, that was kind of cool. I wanted to thank Crash for uh, his amazing skills and being able to bring <laughs> bring content up so fast. I don't know how you do it, man, but uh, keep doing it. And I'm very fortunate to have you and Stephanie and everybody else here helping me get this thing uh, maintained uh, every week. 
Uh, we were kind of inconsistent over the summer with this show. Uh, and, you know, hey, it was summer. And as I just said, I love the summertime. I love to get out and be one with the nature. So it's kind of what I was doing. But, uh, you know, we had a late, getting back to the weather here, you know, we had a late summer. Uh, summer really didn't get kicked off here until the third third week in June. And of course, uh, if you are familiar with Chicago, you will know that the winters in Chicago are absolutely, positively, without a doubt, nothing to play with. <laughs> and the further north you go, of course, that rings true. But here in Chicago, oh my goodness, you know, I'm from Florida, so each winter provides me with a new set of challenges and a new set of unknown discoveries. Uh, so what do we talk about? We talk about anything really here on the podcast. Uh, usually we talk about uh, the latest happenings and the new, you know, what's going on and what what is going on uh, with news and technology, stuff like that. Uh, we will also talk about uh, products themselves and gadgets, spy gear, hacker gear, however you want to, or whatever you want to call it. We uh, also have been experiencing a, a quite a number of listeners uh, tuning into the podcast, and actually several weeks ago we had uh, 25,000 concurrent downloads and so our server was starting to slow down. So we, uh, as I said, we, we continue to face these unforeseen challenges. And growth is always a good thing. It's good to know that people are tuning in and listening to the show. And again, if you are listening for the first time, welcome. We talk about many interesting things from show to show. So, you know, subscribe, stay tuned. Uh, one of the very few podcasts that uh, we that is out there that isn't filled with ads or is sponsored or you have some sort of time-wasting mechanism embedded in your audio where you have to fast forward. Uh, that's just something that uh, was agreed upon for me to come and do the show that there would be no advertisements at all on the show. I hate advertisements. I know advertise, you know, I know advertising across many various sectors of the internet is how people pay the bills and whatever. I get that. I mean, you have revenue to make if you're you are answering to someone. Uh, but we're not answering to anyone. We answer to you and your ideas. If you have an idea, a comment, a complaint, a suggestion, or if you actually want to come on to the show and let people hear what you have to say, hey, we can do that. And to do that, you all you really need to do is reach out to me. I'm kind of easy to find. <laughs> you can reach out to me on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash gummo, G-U-M-M-O-X-X-X. You can try and email me at gummo, G-U-M-M-O, at hackers, H-A-C-K-E-R-S dot X-X-X. Uh, and you can also, uh, where else can you find us? You can find us all over the place. Uh, iTunes, Roku, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play, 
all over the place and we we've been working on some really cool uh tertiary apps so you can continue to listen to us in the future and so stay tuned for that stay tuned for some of the coolness uh it's getting about that time of the year again where we turn the website from black to white we do that each we do that twice a year once in the fall and once in the spring and during the summertime during the warm months the website hackers.xxx that's our home site of course duh uh but during the summertime it's uh i'm actually looking at the hey i've got fancy i have a computer now here in the studio uh, but looking at the website during the summertime, you will see that it, it uses it has the black background with the white letters. And during the winter time, we have the white background with the black letters. It's kind of cool. It's um, it's really cool. If and you could actually get a preview of it year round. If you go to the website, hackers.xxx, and if you type in forward slash QQ, you'll see the website change from black to white. And that's um, that's the color scheme we use during the winter time because we like, you know, winter is white, summer is whatever. You get it. <laughs> On our website, you'll find uh, many interesting links. You'll find a link to the radio show, this uh, and on the radio show, you will be presented with an archive of all of the shows that we've done in the past, all the way down to show one. I really don't advise you to listen to the first 10 or 15 shows. <laughs> but they are there. They are there if, you, if that's what you want to, uh, if you have a lot of time to kill. And you're feeling the need to um, reminisce. And all of the shows that we have on the show page, um, one of the interesting things is that show 36 from March the 27th, uh, you'll see that says missing data. And so we uh, we actually record the show as it, as we're we are broadcasting live, and that particular evening, uh, <laughs> it was a simple miscue. Instead of uh, hitting the record button, uh, we hit no button. <laughs> so, so that uh, show 36 was uh, it was aired, but it was never recorded. Uh, the interesting thing about that whole adventure or mis misadventure is that we actually were able to retrieve the data for show 36, and uh, one of these days, hopefully b before the end of the year. We'll post that. We'll post that show uh, online so you can listen to it. Why I don't know, but if you want to listen to it, you can. Uh, and so that's that's you know, that's what we're here to do. We we are here for you. We're here to bring you some cool stuff. And let, I get all right. So let's talk about. It. You're probably being like, no, not another. No more explanations come up on the website though. You can check out the radio show link. Uh, we got a cool little wall of fame uh, webpage, and it, you know, it, it has it has a lot of interesting people on there. You can see who they are. We have the events page 
on the uh, website as well. And let's see, we have uh, we have events. That's what you go to the page for. What, what is it? It's uh, and so here's something. We have an event coming up, October the sixth and the seventh. Was that Gurkhan? Gurkhan? Let's see what this is. That would be Gurkhan, G-R-R-C-O-N. Uh, and that looks like it takes place where? I don't know where it takes place. It's nice to have a computer uh, here in the studio, but I just don't know where this takes place. Let's see. Uh, Gurkhan is a information security and hacking conference that provides the Midwest InfoSec community with a fun atmosphere to come together and engage with like-minded people. We keep Gurkhan small with around a thousand attendees to allow us to provide uh, those things other events leave out. Whether you are a Fortune 500 executive, security researcher, industry professional, student, or a hacker of flexible morals, you will find something for you at Gurkhan. Uh, let's see, where is this? Uh, I still don't know where this is. There's a hotel, let's see. Michigan. The hotel rooms have sold out every year, so please don't wait. Uh, you have the Riverfront Hotel. So it seems to be that Gurkhan is in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Nevertheless, check it out. Gurkhan. G-R-R-C-O-N dot com. All kinds of little things there going on. Check that out. Gurkhan. And you can find out, uh, you can find links to all of the events that we have posted on, uh, on the events, in the events, on or in the events page, nevertheless. Uh, we have a files page, uh, and it basically it, they are uh, standard files that you would use to uh, get down with everything in your IT sec hacker life. Uh, while the file page is not secure uh, not secure while the file page is not complete uh by no ways is it a you know full list of uh files that you would use uh that you know this is the you know this is the web the internet things change every day uh but those are the standard files that you could use to start learning things uh it, we also have the annual letter and so far we've been online for the website has been online for two years. Yeah, over two years now. And we will, this will be our third annual letter. And basically, the letter is written uh, by one of the founding members of the website. He is an old school hacker. Uh, I think I told everybody who uh, Madara was uh, on a show or two ago. If you, and what, what show was that? 32? Or 31. I kind of explained who Madara I think it was show 31. Find out who Madara is. So you can find the annual letter there. They're quite interesting. They're a little bit long. You can check that out. And of course our terms page and then the contact page. That's uh, where you can email us. 
My email, I don't know why they haven't put my email address on the website. It just says admin at hackers.xxx. One day, I guess I'll get my name up there. Who knows? Uh, but if you click on the radio show, you'll see my name. Yay, it says Gummo. Uh, and then you, if you click on my Gummo name on the radio show page, you'll, you'll be taken to my Twitter page. And then you can see who I am and see all of the tweets. I have tweeted 5,502 times. <laughs> and I have, let's see. I am following 4,237 people, and I have 14,856 people, and I have liked 1,217 things. Uh, that's my Twitter account. You can follow me there. You can message me there. You can IM me, DM me, whatever you want. That's where I'm at. I'm on Twitter. Uh, and so, so is a lot of people, yeah. Uh, speaking of events and, and uh, coming up, we, there's a hackathon coming up in Taiwan. Let's see. Uh, the allergies are killing me tonight. Uh, let's see. The HTCon CTF um, International information security contest in taiwan will begin in october the global preliminary of 2016 hitcon ctf will take place october 8th and 9th and the top 10 winners at the preliminary will go on to the finals in early december uh, the champion team will be entitled to prize money of 10,000 us dollars and qualified for the DEFCON 25 CTF in the United States. Uh, this is the 12th annual HITCON CTF held by the HITCON Hacks in Taiwan Conference. That's what that stands for, huh? I always wondered that. HITCON has therefore accumulated uh, an abundant experiences in organizing uh, the HITCON CTFs to make the 2016 event even more challenging. Uh, HitCon has been organizing its annual HitCon CTF since 2005. Uh, given information security is critical to any individual business and country, uh, Taiwan, the, the Taiwan government organizations are committed to the development of information security professionals and continue strengthening the development uh, this year in order to speed up the uh, Economic Affairs uh, Committee uh, for the first time. Uh, so basically, this is a. Uh, there are many hacker level cybersecurity experts in Taiwan uh, at that time, and they're going to hold uh, some talks and whatnot. And there's a. Uh, the competition schedule is uh, to qualify uh, online is between October 8th, 9th. And uh, it's a team thing, so you'll have to uh, jump in on that and uh, figure out you know how to how to get set up and all of that stuff but uh go to uh hitcon's website uh if you want to find out more information on that and good luck to you if uh you are if you're putting together a red team uh to challenge to challenge other teams in that i always like the hackathons they're pretty fun they're really cool to um i don't know they're just really cool uh you can 
you know, you can not only uh, meet new people, but you can gain new experiences. And, uh, you know, you never know. You never know who you'll meet at these types of events. Uh, and so, you know, just check that out. There's always, there's, you know, there's always some sort of uh, conference going on. But these are the ones that sort of uh, stick out in my mind. Or, you know, I don't know. Whatever. Uh, a lot of things going on in the IT section. Uh, last week was actually a busy week. And uh, it, not to be with not to be uh, with said, you know, I've been teaching uh, my intern uh, some advanced encryption uh, with PGP, showing him how to add some entropy to his encryption, so on and so forth. So that's fun. Always teaching someone encryption. But in the news, uh, there's a lot of there's a lot going on about, you know, we have the we have the uh, presidential elections coming up here in the United States here. Uh, in the next within uh, two months and so it it has been a bruising race for the white house and that's what you know again i really don't like to talk about politics and so um you know i'm not going to change that path but it has been one hell of a contest to try to get to uh the white house and has created a lot of division and uh, within everybody here in the United States. So good luck to whoever wins that. It's, and it seems like with this election, of course, uh, people are complaining about the fact that there's not really one person to really choose from. They, you just have to choose the lesser of two evils is what I'm hearing. Uh, not good. Hey, uh, before I do, though... Uh, well, maybe maybe I'll talk about it. Well, you know, we've been trying out a new web browser here uh, at Hackers HQ uh, for years. We've been using the standard web browsers, uh, the the um, Internet Explorer web browser. That just doesn't even work. When you open it up, it just crashes. Uh, and I know, you know, hey Gummo, why are you guys using Windows? Well, that's what we use here in the studio because that's. The operating system that we, uh, you know, connect everything up to. So, whatever it it works sometimes. Uh, we don't see the blue screen of death as often as we did uh, before we upgraded to Windows 10. And I think we upgraded to Windows 10 about the time that we launched the show. It was an experience. I believe I actually chatted about that on one of the shows. We had started the show on Windows 8. Uh, but, you know, over the years, you know, if you use Windows for uh, your everyday life, you know that, you know, you're sort of stuck with a certain set of browsers, uh, i.e. Firefox, Chrome are the browsers that come to mind. And uh, I was actually, once we got the PC set up here in the studio, I was like, well, let's, let's get Safari installed. Yeah, let's. So we were looking for Safari for Windows and come to find out that Safari for Windows is not ma supported, made. Apple does not uh, support Safari for Windows, which is a real shame because there are a lot of people that love uh, the Safari browser, including myself. I love Safari as a web browser. It's a fantastic browser. I know everybody's got their own opinion. Uh, but when I came, when I found out that it's 
not made or supported for Windows. I, I'm sort of curious as to wonder why not, why the largest, richest, most powerful company in the world will not write a browser or maintain a browser for Windows. That that truly baffles me. And so that's the case. There's no Safari. There there is Safari for Windows, but I'm sure that there are a zillion exploits and holes for it. So, you know, I was a little cautious and wondering, you know, well, geez. So what were my choices? You know, I, I, did, I did not want to use Firefox. And as I said, IE just crashes. So I tried using the Edge browser. It's kind of a weird experience. It has the little E, like a Internet Explorer. And just the whole feel of Edge feels very Windows 10, Windows 10-ish. And what, what's even really weirder is that in the right-hand side, uh, you have in the little three-dot hamburger menu, uh, you have the zoom feature. And uh, on the, in this instance, uh, it's set at uh, 125%. But you're you cannot zoom out to 100%. So I'm sort of stuck in 125% uh, <laughs> mode, and I just don't know how to get out of it. And then there's a lot of things that are grayed out, like cast to media device, final page, print, pin this page to start, 512 developer tools, send feedback settings, and so on and so forth. But uh, a lot, you know, a lot of this stuff is grayed out. So. I could, you know, well, there goes Edge out the door because, you know, you try to be fair. So that's not working. So, you know, I went searching around a little bit more. Firefox certainly was not an option. <laughs> you know, I don't care. It's, it's inherent. Firefox is inherently, unmistakably insecure. So that wasn't even an option to consider the use of Firefox. So I'm looking around. I'm like, well, what can I use? So I ran across this little browser. Uh, it's called Maxthon. And uh, it installed wonderfully. Uh, and if you go to the little, it's on a Windows 10 PC, of course. Uh, and this is the studio PC. So it's, you know, it's, it's not like it's some big you know fancy pc it's a pc uh, but in the hamburger menu on the right there is that option to decrease your page view so when you open up click the hamburger menu uh you are greeted with all kinds of it's really cool you should check it out it's uh favorites you, you have your favorites your history your downloads and your settings tab those are the first four uh, settings tabs right there uh, in, in the settings menu on Maxthon browser. Uh, then you have uh, the view, uh, zoom in, zoom out situation that is grayed out on edge. Uh, and I, for the life of me, I can't figure out why that's grayed out on uh, Microsoft Edge. Uh, you have a built-in little proxy button there, it's cute. Uh, find and page, control F, print, you can clear your browsing data. And then you have 
uh, a little tools function where you, you can import and export user data. Uh, and then you have controls, a source developer uh, tab. Uh, and then you have skins, extensions, and languages. And then uh, right below, if you eyeball back up to the top of the settings menu, you'll have the favorites, history, and downloads, and settings uh, cogs right there. But right below it, it says new window, normal private session. So uh, with all fairness, I was able to go through the browser and uh, actually find out that I actually like it. You can add RSS feeds in it. Uh, it's got, if you are a social media junkie, uh, well, it's totally the browser for you because when you, when you open the browser up, uh, you get the, the Maxthon now webpage. Uh, and you can also try the MX five beta. And then, so when you open up the browser, you go to their homepage uh, you can search Google. That's normally what people, the first website people go to, is, which I've noticed over the years, is Google. Uh, and then you have all of the tabs right there on the homepage for Facebook, Twitter, Torrents. What I found really cool is that there's a Pirate Bay tab. Uh, Craigslist, Booking, YouTube, Ymail, Yahoo, CNN, Google, Hotmail, Netflix, Bing, Y8, Macy. Why is Macy's in there? Gmail, Amazon, eBay, Walmart, VKA.com. And then you can add your own sites. There's a little plus button there. Uh, and you can add your own sites as well. Then they have the news uh, right below that. Uh, the weather is on the right. It's just, it's really helpful. It's, it's really a great little starting point for uh, surfing the web. And I found it, it was quite useful, helpful, neat, laid out properly, in my opinion. So on and so forth. Uh, speaking of conferences, there's another conference coming up. InfoSec Nashville. <sighs> Yet another conference. Uh, it's in Nashville. <laughs> uh, it's at 201 Fifth Avenue, South Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, it's September the 20th. It's going to be 16 speakers and two keynotes. Uh, and if you go to their website, infosecnashville.com, you will see what's going on. And again, I may be speaking at uh, some conferences this this winter. And if I do, I'll actually uh, talk about that here on the show, tell you where I'm speaking at. I've gotten a lot of calls for me to speak at some conferences. And uh, they just, the calls keep coming in. So who knows? I may find a topic to chat about and, you know, get on with it. Who knows? Uh, yeah, and speaking of the the uh, the elections, there there seems to be uh, a group now. This is just this is just hey, don't kill the messenger here. But a lot a lot of uh, experts and intelligence officials are saying that uh, hackers who broke into the Democratic Party's computers and the World Anti-Doping Agency's administration systems uh, are also leaking the personal emails of uh, the former Secretary of State Colin Powell and the health documents of uh, Olympic athletes. Uh, they, they, 
it seems that uh, the, the the experts are also saying that uh, these hackers in Russia are starting to figure out a way to apply, um, you know, all of these resources uh, into some square sort of sundries of uh, information that are having a, an impact on uh, regular media and uh, seem to be uh, trying to sway the elections here in the United States. But that's, again, that's, that's coming in um, from all over the place. There, you know, there was an Italian cybersecurity investigator. Uh, it goes by the name of Stefano uh, Massagilia. I hope I said that right. Uh, he said, he, um, who is an advisory consultant uh, for RSA, and he's saying that uh, a couple of Russian teams uh, are coming uh, into the fray with a lot of mathematical backgrounds and um, really personal skills uh, that they're putting into some of their uh, scripts uh, that that are you know going after these sort of entities and. Uh, you know, he he goes on to say that uh, they're being treated well and that they're giving they're given uh, immense privileges uh, for doing their little deeds uh, here in the United States. I believe they go by um, the name uh, what is it? Fancy Bears and Cozy Bears, and uh, it, it's kind of it's kind of comical the names that they're choosing. But there's nothing comical about what these guys are really trying to do. Uh, and so that's that's kind of all over uh, the news cycles here in the United States. You know, like the election, you know, someone's trying to uh, hack into the, you know, presidential this, that, and the other end. You know, every other night's on the national news. Uh, and, you know, it, it's just not them. There's a, there's a lot of... Uh, Entities actually involved in, in, in cross-political hacking, and and it can, it can get kind of uh, it can get, get kind of interesting if you sit and, and you know you take a take a guarded approach and you kind of see what's going on. But those are those aren't the uh, those aren't the only people that are uh, working their magic online. Of course, uh, you know China, <laughs> who is. Um, always on the go when it comes to cybersecurity and IT sec issues uh, you know there there was a lawsuit there's a lawsuit filed actually last week uh, that claimed that uh, there was um, a lot of issues going on with the Chinese you know the Chinese in the hacking uh, in that in that regard like for instance last week uh, Wells Fargo, uh, sold its global fund services business to SSNC Technologies, uh, who is the services uh, behind many entities, and they have offices in Hong Kong, London, Singapore. Uh, and so uh, that's that's a name to kind of uh, be aware of. SSNC Technologies. They seem to be embroiled in a. Uh, Big Walmart, uh, Walmart, Wall Street sort of uh, Walmarty sort of situation. Check that out. Uh, insider trading. Who knows? <laughs> it's good to have a computer here in the studio. And uh, in other news, security researchers from the CyberArk Labs, 
which is an information security company, uh, went on to say that uh, the Windows safe mode can be used as an attack vector by hackers who need to access a PC. Uh, and the method of the attack was rated by the researchers as a method that is not common and the fo and focuses attention on a tool used to to fix the, or a tool used to fix problems on your PC and remove security threats. Uh, the researchers went on to say that they have actually created a number of proof of concept attacks that take advantage of the Windows Safe Mode tool as an attack vector. Uh, according to the researchers, of course, uh, they say for a successful attack to work, the attacker uh, needs to first uh, gain access to the local administrator privileges on a computer or server running Windows. Then the attacker could remotely activate the safe mode to bypass the protection. Uh, and if you want to look on, look into more of that uh, fun information, uh, it's all out there. Just takes a little bit of uh, searching, a little bit of inquisitiveness find out where you need to be and what you need to be up to oh, the um, weather here is just brutally dry uh, I keep taking a swig of the old lemon water there uh. Whew. and that's that no we got we got more time uh, and let's see got a few more news items to uh, kind of get through I guess uh, real briefly a photonic integrated circuit aka a pick chip uh, basically uh, engineers recently have claimed to build a quantum random number generator capable of generating truly random numbers for a, a hacking impervious encryption uh, Basically, most random numbers used today in computer programs are pseudo-random numbers generated in a predictable fashion using, you know, some sort of specific algorithm. Uh, but with this new chip, it looks like things are about to change, you know, because uh, it seems that engineers have developed a process of generating truly random numbers using the quantum properties of light. Uh, this new chip is, you know, supposedly measuring only six by two millimeters, uh, and it uses a process that uh, uses random, uses inherently random, and uh, pretty much impossible to predict uh, information strings um, to defeat uh, this sort of attack or this sort of issue. The quantum random number generator uses photons instead of electrons. Uh, so it seems that the chip also has a couple lasers. One shoots continuously while the other pulses at regular intervals. Each time uh, the lasers meet, the, the interference between the laser beams or the la between the light beams uh, is random. So you take that randomness uh, and then you're able to actually uh, digitize that random signal and Presto, you have a quantum, uh, you have a random quantum uh, number that's been generated. Uh, you can check out the research itself. It, it was, there was actually a white paper on it. 
uh, is quite uh, interesting. Uh, the name of the paper is Quantum Entropy Source on an INP, Photonic Integrated Circuit for Random Number Generation. Uh, and, wow. Yeah, so you're just going to have, you know, I was going to kick off the URL. Uh, and let's do that. Let's see. Let me get this URL. So get your notepad or piece of paper ready because I'm going to tell you a long URL. Or again, you can just, uh, I hate saying Google something, but you can Google quantum entropy source on an INP photonic integrated circuit for random number generation. Or you can visit the URL at https colon forward slash forward slash www.osapublishing.org that's all one word forward slash optical forward slash abstract dot cfm question mark uri equals optica hyphen three hyphen nine hyphen nine eight nine there did you get that <laughs> check that out it was written by a bunch of uh, smart dudes uh, Carlos Bellin uh, Vladimir Amia David whatever check out the page it's pretty cool uh, I think you'll get a lot out of it. The full article and the PDF article is also there as well. And I think that, that that's kind of a cool thing. That's kind of something that we need uh, in, in mobile devices going forward. But, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, more data breaches everywhere, all over the place. Uh, there's data, you know, a lot of data breaches are happening uh, in regards to what's going on, you know, in the latest with the latest elections, as I said, uh, once in a while, you see me out there on Twitter, uh, people, people and entities are still getting hit, uh, with, with, uh, substantial attacks such as, uh, healthcare facilities, nonprofit organizations, you know, the, these criminal entities are trying to get after, uh, usernames and addresses. You know, if you have a name and address, uh, that's that's a great starting point. That's enough to do your damage if you're a criminal. Uh, but not only are they after that sort of information, they're after uh, medical records. And it seems that uh, there's some very sporadic reports of people being uh, extorted with their leaked or uh, compromised medical records. So that's an interesting twist on what's going on lately. Uh, so... Uh, you know, again, you know, I could sit here and go, well, be safe, be careful, but, you know, how do you know what someone is doing with your information? It's kind of hard to tell. Uh, okay, so we wrap up things. Uh, we normally wrap up things here on the show with a gadget or a gadget or two. And I'm not going to let you down there. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I found a, found a cool little... Not a cool little thing uh, that you can check out. That's what you want to do. Um, it's made by Adafruit. Uh, Adafruit is, actually makes cool accessories for Raspberry Pis and so on and so forth. 
Uh, but this this little gizmo here, it's really cool. It's a mini TTL serial camera, uh, and you would pair it up um, quite extensively with a Raspberry Pi. You could, you should, and you would. Uh, in the product description, the miniature the miniature TTL camera serial camera. Uh, basically, it says this tiny little camera module can be pretty neat can be a pretty neat little project uh, addition it's just like the other jpeg cameras james same chipset software etc but much smaller and slimmer it was designed to be used in security systems and does two main things it outputs ntsc color video and can take snapshots of that video in color and then transmit them over the ttl serial link uh, and you can find this at Amazon. Uh, it's again, it's called the Mini TTL camera. Uh, there's only two left in stock, but I'm I'm sure Ad Adafruit will have more. Uh, they are forty-one dollars and fifty-one cent. Uh, if you have an Amazon account, it comes to you for free. Uh, the brand name uh, it's made by Adafruit Industries. The EAN is zero six four. Two zero zero eight six four nine nine eight two. There's only one item. It's a camera on a board. Uh, the part number is one three eight six. The UPC code is six four two zero zero eight six four nine nine eight two. If uh, that interests you, and you, of course you can check that out uh, on the Amazon website. It's pretty cool. It's really cool. If if you have a need for um, a little hacker camera somewhere, uh, that's definitely the um, the little gadget to get it done. Um, yeah, it's really cool. It was really cool. Have you gotten your version of Kali Linux? Everybody's been asking me if I ha if I use Kali Linux in my pen testing arsenal. Uh, yeah, I do, but it's not my go-to. Uh, set of software um, that I use uh, and alright so one other device that I wanted to bring to you uh, is a 125 kilohertz RFID EM4305 card reader writer copier writer programmer uh, burner for USB uh, and let's go to the product descriptions uh, let's see what is this? Da, 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 da. So basically, it's a reader-writer. It's an RFID reader-writer. It comes with a USB interface. Uh, it supports write copy. Uh, EM4305, ATA5577, T5557, T5567 are compatible card tags and titles. Uh, it also supports read EM4001, EM4200 are compatible cards and tags. Uh, and it does read and write and duplicates ID cards and reuse. Uh, it's using a ATA5577 chip type. Uh, and let's see, it has about a 363-bit storage capacity. Uh, 100,000 read-writes. Uh, it operates at 125 kilohertz. Uh, it said that the data retention you know, is about 10 years, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, you know how that goes. Uh, and again, uh, you can check this out. It's at Amazon. Uh, it's 
and it's the RFID EM4305 card reader, writer, copier. Uh, and it's really cool. Make sure that you're getting it, getting it from a legit uh, jiggy. You know, Amazon's pretty good. You can pick it up there. And it's really cool. Uh, and you can kind of read and write to any uh, RFID cards. Uh, what What is this good for? It's good for cloning badges, security badges to get into buildings. Did I say get into buildings? I didn't say that. But it's used for those type of cards that get you into buildings. That's a cool little gizmo. And check your local laws and shit like that before you go and order this kind of stuff. Make sure that you're legal and that you're using it for legal purposes. Uh, and, you know, I don't know. You know, you should... Uh, I don't know if you're old enough to remember this, but Microsoft used to uh, do this whole thing uh, where they would they, they had this whole anti-piracy campaign called Don't Copy That Floppy. <laughs> Does anybody remember the Don't Copy The Floppy? video whatever uh all right so that's that's kind of it folks uh it's good to be back again here for show 44 uh i hope you checked out show 43 and we're, we're going to start getting back to some normalcy here with the show uh again thank you for tuning into the show thank you for tuning into us and uh helping us grow we promise to keep this thing ad free trust me no ads guarantee you that no ads no banner ads no fly-ins no pop-ins no pop-unders uh, popovers, <laughs> sideways, whatever. And that's that. We're going to keep uh, transmit uh, coming to you crystal clear like this. And thank you for your feedback. It's certainly appreciated. And again, uh, let me hear from you. Let me hear what you have to say. Uh, reach out to me on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash gummo, G U M M O X X X. Check out the website at hackers.xxx. I uh, wanted to send a special shout out and thank you to Apple and Stone, appleandstone.com for the great music. Love you guys. Thank you so much. I uh, wanted to send a shout out to We On Films, Young Tez, uh, Denise Brown, all of you guys. Love you guys. Uh, hope you hope you are enjoying yourself and life's treating you well. And the holidays are coming up. I uh, wanted to send a special shout out to Brother Sam, Jackie, the whole Philosophers Club, everybody. You know who you are. Thank you. You guys are amazing, and I can't wait to get together with the whole club again very soon. Hopefully, we will. Uh, and you, the listener, the subscriber, the follower, uh, you make this show possible. And without your contributions and collaboration, you know, what, what, what would we do? Well, I'd still do the show, but I just wanted to say thank you for your input, uh, and I really appreciate it as well. Uh, and uh, just. Just, just know that we're we're here to stay, and we're here to keep uh, bringing you the show as as uh, as cleanly as we can. Uh, I am your host Gummo. We will be back next week for show number forty-five. And until then, please use your skills for something positive. Use these gadgets that's <laughs> that we that I talk about for something uh, useful and uh, positive, and something that you can learn and abide by as well. And uh, just tell somebody that you love them. Trust me, that that really matters a lot. And until next week. Uh, this is show 44. I am Gummo, your host, the Crash. Everybody, thank you for coming in. And we'll see you next week for show 45. Until then, take care of yourself. See ya. Hey, baby, wake up from your sleep. We have arrived onto the future, and the whole world is become electronic, supersonic, supersonic, electronic. Tight.
Stars. Then for you I will play on my cosmic guitar 